You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with our favorite co-host, DC Lucchese, and we are here with Psalm for the Day. Now, this is Edward Cunley, and when I say Psalm for the Day, yes, I'm talking about wine. And I know people listening to this podcast, you've either hosted a wine night, you're going to host a wine night, or after this podcast, you're absolutely going to host a wine night. And let's talk a little bit about Psalm for the Day. Now, you know, movie nights are great, or wine nights are great when you see them in the movies, but like, where do you start? How do you plan that? Like, are you just going to go buy wine at Harris Teeter and like say, come over and drink, which is probably what a lot of you do, but like, let's elevate that. Now, what if there was somebody that could help you plan, supply, not only that, but recommend food pairings with it? Wait, there is. That's right. Our next guest, Edward, created Psalm for the Day to help create wine-centered events for book clubs, social events, or just groups of friends hoping to have fun and drink great wine. We are excited to hear about this because I love wine, but like I don't know anything about it, right? If I hosted a wine night, you guys would all come over and be like, that was the worst wine ever. Um, so I need <laughs> to have Edward. duck kind of night at Brian's yeah. house. <laughs> next time I have wine night, they're going to be like, is Edward hosting it? And if only coming if Edward does. So... Uh, we're excited about this. Edward, thank you so much. Welcome to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. Awesome. Thank you, guys. This is cool. Thanks for knowing more about my business than I do. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to hey, I'm gonna take this, and yeah. I'm just going to hit print. Yes. <laughs> That's the goal. This You're is, more this, than welcome to. This yeah. is what it's all about. So let's get this started. Tell yep. us a little bit about how you know this whole business started. Mm-hmm. You know, Where did you get the idea to really help people throw these curated kind of wine parties? Yeah. So uh, we're going to go back really quickly, 20 years. I am 38, don't do the math, started studying wine. <laughs> All my friends were buying, you know, cheap beer and I didn't, I mean, I had a job and I could afford like $8 worth of whatever it was I needed to buy. $8 didn't go very far with beer, but it got you two bottles of Yellowtail at the time. So like, <laughs> let's do it. I still remember it. Yeah. Now I use it as like a rolling pin at the house, but that's where it started was just, hey, this is what, um, this is what I can afford. This is what I can drink. It's cool. Uh, so I found that it was more than just chugging a, a 12 ounce beer. It was a little bit of an experience. I wasn't that fancy 20 years ago, but I knew there was something to it. Right. So fast forward, I've tried to weave it into my career. I was in wine sales uh, years ago, and I've always enjoyed studying wine. I've always enjoyed going out to restaurants and talking to the Psalms, talking to the beverage directors, whoever it may be, mm-hmm. because there is a story there. Sure. Um, and everybody's story is a little bit different. You could put the same glass of wine in front of someone and they're going to tell you different things about it. Now, they're probably going to say, yes, it's a red wine and it hopefully is red, not white. Um, <laughs> but there's always something. If you engage someone, there's a fun story to be had. Um, so fast forward, everybody did something fun during the pandemic that they otherwise wouldn't have done if they didn't get all this wonderful free time of sitting at the house and doing nothing. So I said, 20 years of studies is cool, but if you don't have anything to prove that you're actually smart at it, what's the value? Yep. So I went through a training program called WSET, uh, Wine and Spirits Education Trust, based out of the UK. They had just moved their training online. So oh, I was wow. able to knock out level one, which um, honestly, it was not impossible, but it was cool to say, I know a lot, but I actually don't know the fundamentals of a lot of this wine stuff. I could talk to you about like Petrus and Bordeaux, but I might not be able to tell you where the tannins come from in a wine. So learn level one. I was like, okay, that was easy. Where's level two? Did level two. And then they're like, oh, and you can earn honors. It's like, oh, crap. Can I use bad language on this, by the way? Yeah. Uh, sure okay, go. good. Hell, I mean, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be careful. I won't yeah, say anything. No, you're totally fine. Really bad. I swear. Uh, but <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll do level two. I get my score, pass with honors called distinction. I was like, okay, 
this is cool. I feel like I'm in eighth grade again, um, getting good grades. Uh, that was the one time I got good grades. <laughs> <laughs> all the way to eighth grade there. <laughs> Back in kindergarten, I got all A's, baby. Right. Play nice with there. others, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, then I, I found out I could do level three. Mm -hmm. And level three was where you start to trade on things. We were lucky enough in, um, I guess it was March, we went up to New York. Mm -hmm. And we went to this uh, unknown restaurant called Le Bernardin, a very small, unknown, only three Michelin star restaurant. You know, very tiny, <laughs> exactly. nothing big. Yeah. We're talking to the psalm and we said, oh, you know, what's your training? Level three, W set. It's like, oh, shit, that's that's what I'm doing. And I I passed with distinction. So I was like, I've, I got to do this. I got to I got to put this on paper. I got to make a business. But I don't want to be over the top with it. I don't want to be fancy. I want to bring the education to people in a way that they can consume it at their mm -hmm. level. I've always had the concept in my mind, though, of educating, and um, I'm going to go back over my timeline for a quick moment. To help local businesses, I pulled a bunch of tastings together over the course of two years. I'd go to a sort of table wine uptown, Orman's Cheese Shop, pull together wine and cheese, and I'd drop it off at my friend's house, hop on Zoom. I'd have PowerPoints. I'd take the people through the geographies and really just say, like, yes, we're going to talk about wonderful wine. The driving factor was let's keep these businesses alive that have allowed us to have some fun. Um, and then I realized everybody was asking about it. It was fun. We were trying different things. We did a series called They Make Wine There. Uh, one was from like, you know, Mount Etna and um, Hungary, which had boatload of wine, actually. And people were smiling. Asking, oh, holy crap. How do you know all this? I'm like, well, I just did some research on it. But I also talked to you guys to see what you like. It wasn't me saying you better like this. Like mm -hmm. my wife has a bit of an allergy to blue cheese. If I told her that blue cheese and Mm -hmm. Cabernet go great together. She'd be like, cool, and I'm going to hate my night. <laughs> so thank you for ruining everything. But if I talk to you about it and learn what you like, what you don't like, mm -hmm. I can bring something that is relevant, educational, and fun to you and your friends, and we can have fun with it. But what is always a fear, and we were ch chatting about this a moment mm -hmm. ago. Um, actually, we were chatting about it. I'm sorry. Uh, we were saying how you bet get a menu in front of you, and it's got all these wines on it. It's like, I don't, what? I said Petrus. That's not a grape. That's not a city. Well, not really. Um, <laughs> it, but it's in Bordeaux. It's like, oh, cool, Bordeaux. That's in France. And like, first of all, that wine is $3,000. And if someone's looking and doesn't know what they're going to do, they're not going to buy it. Even if they do, they're not going to buy it because it's $3,000. Yeah, well, but <laughs> but let's, let's break down those barriers, coach you through it. But it's also not, let me show up at your house with a 40-page wine list. It's what do you want to do? What's your budget? What do you want to mm -hmm. eat? Who's going to be there? What's your level of knowledge? How nerdy do you want to get? Do you want PowerPoints? And I pull it all together and then I leave so that you don't have like your boss or the expert, that jerk that you assume has all the answers looking over your shoulder. <laughs> you idiot. That's wrong. Like if I'm not there, I won't tell you you're wrong, mm -hmm. but it allows you to go through and feel right. Feel confident that the wines that you're serving for your friends, the pairings we pull together, that you're the Psalm for the day. Mm -hmm. You're the expert in that moment. You don't have to have the pin. You don't have to have the, the exam. But you're right because I did it for you. I gave you the answers to the test. The teacher said that's okay, so we're not cheating. Right. But now you can also replicate this for other friends. Mm -hmm. You have more confidence going into the wine shop and saying, hey, I had this $3,000 bottle of Petrus, and now I want to try something even – just kidding. I've never had it. I'd really like to have it. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. I mean, D.C., he, had, he, does, he buys a bottle of that a month. Right? D.C.? At least. Every, every, had some on the way <laughs> over here today. Drinking and riding the bike. There we go. That's hilarious. But, yeah, long story short, it's just make it so that you know yeah. – like you. At the points where you lack confidence in the wine journey, you actually have confidence. It's what could I put on the table? I don't, I get uncomfortable going into wine shops if someone's like, 
oh, well, what can I suggest for you? Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't mm -hmm. know. I, I'm embarrassed to tell you my budget. I'm embarrassed to tell you what I don't know about wine. Like, I want a, a $15 Chardonnay. Ugh, I'm not going to help you then. It, they don't say that, but you feel like they're going to say it. You, right, right, You keep right. your mouth shut. But if I send you with a shopping list, it's like, oh, I need, um, you know, Edward told me, don't, I don't need the credit, but I need a 2017 Napa Cab by Clodeval. It's going to be $55. And I was told that you've got it. So please let me know where it is. That'd be awesome. Thank you. You walk out. You were confident in that moment. Mm -hmm. Why'd you buy it? Oh, I don't know why I bought it. But now you get into the notes. Oh, we got it because we're going to have this really awesome roasted chicken with some, you know, this hummus, which I have a recipe for it because Clodeval sent it to me. So you, you pull it all together and mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's, wow, I didn't just have red wine and steak. I had a food pairing designed by this Bordeaux family that produces wine in Napa. And Clodeval has been around since 1972. Mm -hmm. And the first release was 76. Like nerdy, nerdy stuff if you want it. Or it's just like, this is effing delicious and we're going to enjoy it because it's right. And it makes sense with our budget and what we want to do tonight. That's all. So. But And I love what you said before we got on about knowing the knowing the material mm -hmm. without being a jerk about it. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that and and you know, and I'm a bourbon guy mm -hmm. and uh that's one of the things and I'm old enough to yeah, yeah, bourbon before it was cool. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like let's just let's just cut it real real. But it wasn't anything like, oh it has you know, tasting notes of this and the nose of that and you know the mm -hmm. mouthfeel of the other thing. It's like, you know, you know getting around some of that that mm -hmm. snooty language yep. that people have you know put in between mm -hmm. you know the masses and the enjoyment of the experience yep. not just the product yep. right not absolutely product, but the experience has created a it's like well you know what i i like these two things and mm -hmm. i'm only going to get those and it's really been a like preventive mm -hmm. from people to try other things other than going, oh, well, Pappy's got to be the best mm -hmm. or the, the that $3,000 <laughs> thing from wherever has got to yeah. be the best because somebody else said so. It's like, exactly. actually, I've had a lot of better stuff than Pappy yeah. that hadn't cost nearly that. Right. <laughs> but exactly. Because I like what I like and I know what Absolutely. I like. T so <clears throat> talk to me about that, about yeah. removing that language yeah. and removing that, you know, I guess code. Yep. Right? Yep. Talk to me about that, how you do that. Yeah, so uh, you get rid of the wine part. And I had a conversation with a guest a couple months ago. I said, what fruit do you like? Oh, I, I didn't say what wine do you like. Come on, what that's fruit do you like? awesome. Yeah, so the first thing out of my, my favorite fruit is oranges. Okay, cool. What kind of wine do you drink? Well, I like white wine. Awesome. Do you like, like, what What about it? Like, what's the experience? And my, I love how my wife describes wine. She says, she describes it in sounds and gestures. It's like, it's like... <laughs> And for those that can't see me right now, I'm like shrugging my shoulders and pinching my eyes. It's it's like, but it, that's what she feels. That's the experience. So it's like, oh, okay. I know what that means. You like something that's got high acid and it's got some citrus notes to it. And in, you know what I recommended? It was a 1099 Sauvignon Blanc from California. Love the it. number one tasting note on it is orange blossom. I said, it's not oranges. You're not drinking orange juice. It's no pulp. Right, right. Try this though. And she bought, she's like, holy crap, this is awesome. This is exactly what I wanted. And she wanted to get, she was drinking wine that the prices, I mean, we're in an inflationary environment, prices through the roof. She's like, I can't afford $25 wine anymore. I just need an everyday wine. And we did mm -hmm. it off of her palate. But I try not to say palate too often, unless I'm hanging out with Chris and while we're talking unpretentious palate, you know, yeah. keeping it, keeping it <laughs> but, but like keeping those words out of it and yeah. bringing it to what you're comfortable with. And it started, as I said earlier, like, I knew great stuff about wine, but I didn't know the fundamentals. And I mm -hmm. sat down in my first tasting uh, session for my first level. And this guy, he's awesome, genius wine guy. Mm -hmm. He holds up a glass and he says, what color is this wine? 
And these people are trying, oh, it's, it's got notes of, it's like a cranberry red and it's brick. He's like, no, no, is it red or is it white? We'll get there. And that's the path mm-hmm. I take with everybody is how much do you want to engage in this conversation? How much do you know? If you want to talk to me about like how the doing um, full bunch great or whole bunch grapes and clusters will add more. Tan- okay, cool. Let's do it. Let's let's get into carbonic maceration. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I just might have might as well spoken like Greek saying carbonic maceration. People don't know what it is. And that's fine. So I don't need to jump there. Let's talk about it. Let's get down that path mm-hmm. to see where you are. And I never say I'm going to stop at your knowledge level. I want to take you one step further, but I'm not going to start one step further. So what's your fruit? What's your food? What's your whatever? And you know, you may say, I don't like white wine. Cool. Are you willing to let me help you like white wine? No. Then we're going to do red wine. That's fine. <laughs> Bye, I got it. Yeah. Cool. And I've even done it where I'll show up at their house in the preparation session. We can get into this in a minute, but mm-hmm. I'll usually bring wine. I'll bring wine that I think is cool. And it may not have anything to do with what you like. It may actually fly in the face of everything you said. You're not paying for it. It's my wine. It's from my collection. I show up because I want to talk about it. I want to have an experience with you to make what they think is we're just yeah. getting hammered together. And in reality, we are, I'm learning. I'm, I'm breaking down how you're responding to me, what your facial expressions are going through what my wife says, like that, that head nod, sort of the, mm-hmm. the cock of the head, like, oh, I didn't think I liked white wine. But I've never had a Spanish white wine before. I only had Chardonnay and it tasted like I was licking a tree. Well, yeah. <laughs> I get that. I can, I, I've been there. Yeah, it's like a vanilla ice cream cone in the middle of the forest. It's just not fun. <laughs> but it's because you only know, what you, it's like a Yogi Berraism probably. Like, you right. know what you know. Or you don't know what you don't know. Right. Well, that's great. That's what I'm here for is to hopefully educate you. But none of us knew algebra before we started algebra. Still don't know algebra. But that's <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, we're not, we're not going to start a calculus if you've done if you're just learning two plus two. Yep. And there's no shame in barely knowing two plus two when it comes to wine. Tell me what you like, even if you don't like wine. If you're a yeah. bourbon drinker, hey, yeah. you know what? You might like something that's really oaked because it's going to give you some really cool smoky notes. Or I've got a white wine that I'm serving on Sunday night in an event that is smoky because of the flinty soils that they have there, and they oak a Sauvignon Blanc like. Nobody needs to know this right now, but you're making an Argentinian wine with vegetables on a grill. You want smoke. You want whatever. Mm-hmm. You're telling me your menu, and I'm going to help you get there. Oh, sorry. I, I know that's we only have like a half hour. deep, no, bro. All, no, it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah and, and this is exactly – I would be the, the perfect client for you because mm-hmm. I don't know anything about mm-hmm. wine. Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's kind of difficult to open up a wine menu and be like, mm-hmm. what should we buy? Yeah. Like, like is their house good? Should we – should we buy a more expensive bottle? Now, I will tell you, we went for my anniversary to Steak 48, and mm. they had the, – the server was a level three um, uh, som or som, – how do you say it? Sommelier? Some people say sommelier. Some play, say sommelier. Some okay. say jerks. Whatever you want to call them. <laughs> Definitely Wine not the jerks. Guru. Yeah. But it was amazing because he educated us so much, and yeah. he created the experience – which then equaled us getting a bottle of wine that mm-hmm. me and my wife both loved, which mm-hmm. only made our anniversary that, that much more special. Yeah. And I told her, I don't think our experience at Steak 48 is ever going to be the same unless we get the same person. Yep. Right. Because we're not, I've never had an experience where somebody really started asking us the right questions. Mm-hmm. And he was probably asking me questions that I had no idea were leading him to the bottle that mm-hmm. we selected, yep, right? Exactly. And so you mentioned that. So that's that's fascinating. And I also love that you teach people and then they get to like act like the expert. Yeah. That's pretty freaking badass. Like I'm excited about this. Like I want to invite <laughs> my friends over like, hey, wine night, boys. 
That's right. Exactly. Did you know this? It's kind of like it gives you the yeah. tool. So, so are you level three? Is that where you're at yeah, right now? Yeah. So W set level three. So it's much. The reason I like what I'm kind of doing is it's much more focused on the theory, the education, mm-hmm. the grapes. There's service components for sure. I had a wonderful night with a friend of mine last night who's a he's in the quartermaster psalms, advanced sommelier, oh, uh, and wow. he's a rock star. And we were talking. He's like one third of the entire exam is service. Like you, you can't get by without it. Whereas with mine, it's like answer some questions. I'm capable. I've dealt with Psalms. I know what I'm doing, but it's really about helping people connect the dots behind it. So yes, I'm level three is the short answer. Isn't Green there, pen. It's really cute. What's the, <laughs> isn't the level four, there's only like, there's like 250 or 300 in, in the, the world. right? Yeah. So, and it's oh. interesting. It's really cool. There's uh, a few different paths you can go down. You've got the quarter master Psalms, like you just referenced master Psalm, like the Psalm documentaries. Let's be honest. That was a huge motivator for me. Like these guys are cool. I've actually met a couple of them. They're geniuses and they're awesome. And there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on in the Mm -hmm. court though. We're not, we don't have to get into that. That's a whole other, that's like a different podcast group altogether. (laughs) Controversy out the wazoo, but then there's W set like I did. So those are the two kind of premier programs in the world. And then there's also this thing called the master of wine, which is um, kind of even a level above W set. And it's really for incredibly genius wine educators, wine Mm -hmm. writers. And um, they have a bit of a service component as well, but they're really about being absurdly educated on wine so they can write and sure they're just no. they're they're like i don't even understand how to explain them they're they're probably hammered all the like they bleed wine they have well, to but but so it's exactly what you were talking about brian it's the experience right mm-hmm. and what we what we leaned on a little, little bit earlier and i said this and i asked this in an earlier podcast too uh about uh, the history of the wine, mm-hmm. history of the world in six classes. Mm-hmm. Don't know if you've read it or not, no, but I need to do it's that. fascinating. Yeah. I'll, we'll talk about it later. But wine, one of being one of those, you know, outside of water and then beer. And then right after that, you know, the, mm-hmm. I guess for lack of a better description, the invention, mm-hmm. right, of wine and its place in society. And, and I don't mean that as in like high society, I mean yeah. like in society in experiences in you know its relationship to uh to all events both you know positive and negative mm-hmm. if you want to call human sacrifice a negative i think i will yeah. <laughs> especially <laughs> nowadays <laughs> right i think it's frowned upon but you know it, it's it's part of let's for lack of a better description it's part of ceremony yeah globally mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh and and Knowing more about it, uh, you know, can enhance that experience, yeah. right? And, oh, yeah. So, so tell us about how, what, to literally, like, walk us through, mm-hmm. you're going to set up, Brian, to have wine night. Yep. How does that work? Yep. Yeah. Uh, great question. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, actually, you don't even have to talk to me initially. If you want to do something with me, go to my website, and there's a survey you fill out. So, again, you, you, there's no... There's no pretension of like, oh, if I say something wrong, this guy's going to laugh at me and tell me he won't work with me. You own right up to the point where you schedule a meeting with me and I show up. Mm. And in that, you're going to tell me all, you're going to tell me your budget. So I can be prepared for this conversation. You can tell me what you know, not what you don't know, obviously. I'm not going down, I'm not like a mind reader of what you may want. So it's not by ESPN. It's literally, you fill out a form (laughs) to get started here. (laughs) It's like seven, I think it's like 17 questions. Most of them are like multiple choice, no multiple math. answer, no math. Okay, well, great. you might have to add up, you know, <laughs> how much is food and wine. Um, I've got pricing on the website too. Mm-hmm. So you, you don't have the embarrassment of, I want to do 37 wines, but I want to pay someone $22 to do it. Like, That's you know, that my base price is 75 bucks to start and mm-hmm. I'll pull it together. A, um, I won't be there three wine event for you. 
and it can go from there. I've done in-home SOM experiences, partnering with chefs, and that's, mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of dollars, and I'm totally worth it. So if you're listening, I'm ready. Um, <laughs> yes. But you fill that out. So again, it's just, mm-hmm. you can fill it out and then ghost me. I don't care. Like, I'll, I'll deal with it because you've got to schedule the time. I'm not chasing you. I'm ready when you are. And then right we take that, we figure out what we're doing, and then it may not take the shape you thought it did because, of course, you're telling me what you know, and I'm going to work with you on filling in the gaps, and mm-hmm. it may turn into a different type of theme. Maybe you do expand your budget. Maybe you contract your budget because you're like, I said 1000 I was just kidding. I meant 500 I meant 100 Cool. As long as you know that I mm-hmm. still cost money on top of that or within the budget, whatever, we'll yeah. figure it out. But we then lay the groundwork so we both know a little bit about each other, and I can speak with you, not at you, not over you, not above you. And we figure out what that plan is. And at any given point, I'm, once you lock me in, you, you pay me, but you don't pay me until we're doing something. So you can, again, it's not like 50 bucks to fill out the survey. And I want it to be that when you're doing it, you're like, I've been wanting to do this. Not like, oh, shit, I feel obligated now that I've filled out a survey to like keep working with this guy. I've been in sales all my life and I hate to say no to people because I mm-hmm. hate hearing no. Sure. But this at least allows you to kind of like back out whenever you want to. And it's, it's super straightforward in my opinion. Um, but that's kind of phase one. Um, phase two is a quick, like, let's just make sure we're aligned. And then depending on which level you pick, I'll come to you. And, uh, I don't want to give away all the secrets, but I'll typically show up with a pairing. I'll, I'll come with a very, Mm -hmm. I'll give one away that I absolutely love. And I've written a blog because I'm a fancy blogger. I've written at least four, uh, (laughs) prolific. Oh Oh, Lord. (laughs) Holy crap. Like, yeah, that's, I'm coming back. I'm going to talk about my blog experience. Um, but it is Sancerre, which is a Sauvignon Blanc from France. And you'd never know that by looking at a label because it says Sancerre. And then you got to flip it over and see that that's in the Loire. It's like, cool, what the hell's a Loire? And it's Sauvignon Blanc, like straightforward. Made in a certain um, region, so it's got certain features. Mm-hmm. You know what grazes around that area? Goats. And what do goats produce? Milk. And what does that lead to? Goat cheese. And so it's a very uh, common concept in the food and wine world of what grows together goes together. You don't grow goats, but you make goat cheese <laughs> off of the grass. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I bring that. It's like... If you don't like goat cheese, if you're non-dairy, I'm not going to show up with that. I, I did champagne and McDonald's french fries for a friend once. We had a blast. Wow. Yeah. It is. Seriously. What? Why go that goes it. with chicken nuggets. Oh, <laughs> the, the salt, the acid. It Hell is yeah, man. That sounds heavenly. amazing. Yeah. The starches break down. It is beautiful. And it's so cool. It's I could literally give you a $103 pairing where the food was $3 and the champagne was 100 But, like, what's the difference? If you said my sure. budget's 100 bucks, I could do a $50 steak and a $50 cab. But I think the better experience is actually going to be the $100 champagne and the $3 french fries from McDonald's because McDonald's french fries. Well, let's just be honest. Controversy. The best. Uh, They don't go well with Not controversial. Okay, thank you. Not (laughs) controversial. Yeah. So so we sit down. We go through it. Again, I learn from you in that experience. We plan everything out. We work on your timeline. It's adjustable. We just fill in, make sure I've got the availability if it's an in-person. But otherwise, Mm -hmm. like, I could do 40 events on a Friday night because I don't want to be there. I mean, I do, but I don't. Uh, I don't want to because... (laughs) I want you to be able to confidently replicate this next week, next month with other friends. Maybe it's, okay, I love this soft Blanc. Let me see what happened. Now you have confidence. So I didn't know Sancerre was soft Blanc. Now let's see what happens if I keep that bottle and I drink it against the Marlboro Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. Whoa, these are like two different wines. And that leads me to one thing I want people to learn about wine. Here it is. This is the one thing. The one thing until the next thing is <laughs> this anything but Chardonnay group. I hate Chardonnay. What do you hate about it? Oh, it's... It's creamy, it's buttery, it's round. Oh, it's like almost like eating vanilla ice cream, like I described earlier, licking a tree. Cool. Have you ever had a wine from Chablis? Unoaked, uh, cool climate, highly acidic, French. Oh, I can't afford French wine. 
oh, I can get you a Chablis for like $22. I thought there were thousands. They were. Well, Petrus is still 3000 But this one, yeah. 22 bucks. I can get you. I can go to sort of table wine. We go to Petit Philippe. We can go. Uh, we can head over wherever you want. Barvin's. You can do whatever you want. Go anywhere you want. And you're going to find this stuff. It's approachable. But you're saying it because you had a bad experience with something and you labeled it as mm. such across the board. So my ask of everybody I meet with is I want to know what you want. But are you willing to be a little bit adventurous? Tell me what you don't like and tell me why. So then I can be like, oh, you're, you're absolutely right. That's 100%. Or if you're willing, we can try and break a mold here. So I, I mean, love it. You have a blog on here about pizza. Mm. I'll just show it from that Hell perspective, yeah, right? Like it's like pizza. Yeah. You yeah. can't compare like frozen pizza that you shove in the oven to mm -hmm. something that you get that's made right here. That's right? right. You can't just taste something that was put in the microwave and be like, I hate all pizza. Right. Like, how dumb does that sound? Yeah. Because you don't. Yeah. You just don't like that type of pizza. Exactly. You know, and it's funny, though, because you go back. Chardonnay, I never used to drink it. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Literally. I was the same kind of guy. Yeah. As I just said, making fun of myself. So we were in the Bahamas uh, recently, and the, the people that we went with, they love Chardonnay. Mm -hmm. And we got this really awesome bottle of Chardonnay, and I tasted it, and I was like, it was almost like my palate like came to light, mm -hmm. right? And now... I don't, I don't want to say I can't stop drinking Chardonnay, but I feel like... <laughs> you have kids, yeah. so I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? But it's like, I'm now like, I kind of lean towards it, yeah. which is something I never did before. I right. was more like red wine only or like, you know, just... And now like, I, I love it. Now, I'm not yeah. saying I like everyone. Yeah. We had one a couple nights ago that I was like, me and my wife were both like, yeah, not going to buy that one again, right? Yeah. But that's kind of the fun experience that we've gotten to go on where I would say out of like the 10 bottles of Chardonnay, like eight, eight of them I've really liked. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I never liked it at all previously. Yep. So it was kind of wild. Well, and you think about it. I mean, I'm most likely not going to be pitching this to 20 and 21-year-olds. Right. <laughs> I'm pitching it to, if you want, hey, anybody out there that's of legal age, I'm available. But yeah. most likely it's going to be people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Mm -hmm. Many of them either have never had wine, so they don't have that preconceived notion of mm -hmm. Chardonnay or whatever, or they gave up on it 10 years ago, 5 years ago, 20 years ago. Name anything in your life as you describe Chardonnay, pizza, anything. It's not even if you had a microwave one versus an oven one. Maybe the last time you had it was 5 or 10 years ago. Yeah. And that was a bad time in your life. I didn't eat Pringles for 15 years because I got the flu and it was the last thing I ate. And I was like, the Pringles gave me the flu. I'm not, I threw up. This is gross. Never eating that again. Yeah. I had a Pringle. Oh my, oh my It was like eating like heaven. It was so love. I made the duck chips and everything. It was great. Oh I had a wonderful God. experience with it, but I gave up on it because of an experience I had that was bad. So. Well, then let me ask you this. What wine would you pair with Pringles? Mm. And we'll just do it straight up Pringles, not those weird no, salt, ranchy like, things. Yeah. I mean, I would actually go with, um, I'd go with champagne, sparkling really? wine of some sort. Yes. You like, you like salt that potato. salty. Salty yeah, potato. Yeah. You like it's that it's fantastic. I mean, otherwise, if you want to go you know, have some fun with it, mm -hmm. I mean, kind of any acidic white wine is going to be really great with that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where you can highlight, like, I don't drink a lot of Pinot Grigio, but mm -hmm. if you gave me the right food, I'm going to drink a Pinot Grigio. And I had a Pinot Grigio last year that was out of this world, and it was an oaked Pinot Grigio. So again, I'm in the ABPG, anything but Pinot Grigio. Yep. And then I had one, I was like, I'm no, now hey. in the, ooh, okay, I'm in. So even geniuses like myself can occasionally be wrong. So, so tell me about, like, <laughs> how big can the experience be? Is there, like, a, like if, mm -hmm. because to me, it would be, like, you know, five other couples just doing something kind of small. Yeah. But could you do something and, and help people out for bigger events? Absolutely. If they wanted to have like 50, 100 people or whatever, you you could still like kind of set that up and say, mm -hmm. okay, this is what you need to do to be able to create even a bigger experience. Yeah. I mean, there's limitations to what I can pull together 
at the event. So if you wanted to have 50 or 100 people, my ask is going to be they either you allow me to hire some folks temporarily to help pour the wine. Yep. But otherwise, it's sure, the same it's experience. It's I'm going to prep the wine for you to make sure. Um, and I, I'm not going to go off on tangent yet. I'll do that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, the whole process, I've got to open the wines at the right time, decant them, get them to the right temp so that you have the full perfect experience, mm -hmm. the education, the storytelling, question and answer. I do get a little concerned when the group's 50 to 100 people only because you get that one person mm -hmm. who's like, I don't know anybody else here. So I'm going to ask the, the questions. just going to piss this guy off. Why? Like, whatever. This uh, region. The in, yeah. The northeastern yes. region of Croatia uh, was best known for what grape? And I'll be like, Zinfandel jerk. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the part. Don't be that, don't be that guy. Okay. But, but don't in all reality, yeah. But don't in reality, it's guy. whatever. It's whatever you want because I yeah. want to bring wine to the masses. Mm -hmm. I'll do it for one person. Yeah. It's like you know what? I don't want my friends to know what I'm trying to learn about wine. I feel like a jerk. Hey, maybe all of your friends are wine nerds, and they're not willing to help you. Hire me. I'll be happy to do it. We'll become best friends. It'll be awesome. Or. 500,000 people. And then with the pricing on that, you know, we, we work it out based on sort of a group gathering because sure. you're going to have a lot of overhead, but you probably have a pretty big budget. So I'm it's not going to 500,000 people. Know, right? Yeah. It'll be great. So uh, how is it, how's it been? Like how is business and are you focusing right here? I'm guessing in the Charlotte area because yeah. it kind of needs to have that personal touch, yeah. right? Like yeah, that local sure. vibe. So, um, yes, but I've been able to do some virtual stuff. So I did a virtual event for a group in Charleston. Oh, nice. Uh, we did. And it was really awesome. I bought the wines from a local shop down there called Graft. Awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome stuff. Um, but I shipped the cheese down from my favorite cheese shop up here at Ormond's. So oh, Rachel, nice. Rachel oh, Kluwer and I sat cool, down, yeah. went through. I said, here's the wines I want to do. She came with some ideas on cheeses, shipped it down. Now we've got some folks from that group that are uh, going to join her wine or her cheese club. Excuse me. Nice. So local benefit. Solid. Yeah, yeah, which is great. So I've done. Char I'm going to Charleston on Sunday for dinner. Um, but generally it is local. Um, but you know, if someone says, let me fly up, I've got someone that wants me to come up in the fall to New York and do an event for them. Um, honestly, it's my cousin, but whatever, <laughs> Yeah, he'll have people that aren't related to me there. So it's cool, yeah. but I'll go wherever. Um, but the idea is that I want it to be local yeah. so I can better engage, not just the local community of people that want my business, but connecting those people with the local businesses. You may not mm -hmm. know the, the best wine shop around the corner from you, or maybe you do and you just don't know how to shop it still. Oh, um, yeah. So I do love the local piece, but business is, this is really cool actually. So business is good. Um, one of the first events I did with, once I launched Song for the Day was with this fantastic chef in town named Sam Dimonich. For those of you who don't know, he owns Your Farms, Your Table and is launching a restaurant, Restaurant Constance in October. And you would have thought that we worked together for years. We, everything played perfectly. We paired the wines great. And his, I mean, his menu is like the easiest thing in the world to work with because it's just delicious. I could literally serve like dog piss and people were like, wow, that piss went really great with the hot <laughs> like, Yeah, it did because A, you believed what I said and B, most importantly, the food was great. So we did this event, we had a blast. And then we did a, another event, a couple events we met. So. Uh, late breaking news, I signed on as his beverage director, so I'm going to build his whole beverage program. So oh, that's great, kind man. of what I yeah. wanted to do cool. is like awesome. get into the space, uh, yeah. build some credibility. Mm -hmm. So that's a part-time gig. And he and I agreed. I've, I'm going to do a lot of events with him. There's a potential we're going to go down to Myrtle Beach for an event coming up. Um, Biker week? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> totally. It's like the oh, best yeah. week <laughs> of the year. Oh, I don't wanna. Yeah. Talk oh. about diversifying the clientele. <laughs> Like, yeah. All right. Hey, I bet they can throw down some wine. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. You might oh, find a whole man. new group of people oh, in that world. Wow. That's right. That'd that's be, awesome. That'd be yeah, that's cool how that's kind of you yeah. know matured or, or yeah. the maturation process of, of of what you've been able to do. And I think that'll open up even more opportunities mm-hmm. in other arenas sure. as well. Um, I definitely recommend everybody go check out the website somforthedaycom It's really neat. I mean, they will. He has a. Uh, um, a website that will go through the different types of pricing from 75, 200, 400, and will show you everything that you have. And it's super easy. And it looks like the, um, the survey that you fill out is super easy as well, but it's also something that will really, you know, help you out. So yeah, this is badass. Thank what's you. kind of the, um, like how long do you need kind of what's the runway? If I were to have an event, yeah. how, how much do we have to plan? We yeah. love telling our clients, like the only thing that is ruining your project is mm-hmm. time. Yep. Give me time and we'll be able to do anything that you want. Yeah. If you call me tomorrow, you need t-shirts on Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to punch you, number one. And number two, <laughs> we'll make it happen. But it's not going to be the badass <laughs> stuff that we can't pretty, do. But God, like... Give me some time, people. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so how much time do you need to make this badass? Yeah. I mean, there's, um, assuming my calendar is wide open, uh, which I mean, on I've got two kids. I don't, it is and it yeah. is never open at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, never. I've got a kind of a threshold about in the 48, 72 hour period. I charge you. It, I call it the need for speed fee where you're going to pay me a lot more than that website says yep. because I've got to run around town. I can sure. only do that local. For sure. Yeah. Um, but usually, I mean, if I get a week, yeah, right. a, a week will allow me to pull the event together very nicely for you. Right on. Two weeks allows me to follow through. Like I want to have the meetings and stuff. But. To me, the survey gives me 90% of the information in a phone call. I want to have the experience. You're still going to have the experience. Mm -hmm. I don't have it in my pricing that it's like, well, I'm going to give you a discount because I didn't show up with a bottle of wine. Like, that's just something I do. That's that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. We can do it. And I'll probably hang out with you later and we'll have it if you miss it on the first end. Um, (laughs) But really, it's as long as you give me the right information Mm -hmm. and you don't need me there. I can do this in 48 to 72 hours, no problem. If you want me there, though, you know, we've just got to coordinate schedules. But yeah, Uh, but the the thing is, too, I'm also open. Let's say my phone number gets out there, which is fine. uh, And you just need, you have a question. Like, I'll answer questions. I love talking about this stuff. I mean, you get a threshold where it's like, all your questions lead to a three bottle wine pairing evening. And you're like, I don't want to pay you for it. It's like, well, you're going to You're like, come on. Yeah. 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 I mean, don't pit me like that. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. But I'll, I'll help out. So if someone had like, I just need, you know, something fell through your event fell through and you know, you need somebody else. Even if I can't do it, I can also connect you with local people, but I can work through, um, like I said, two, three days is definitely like the tightest I'd ever get. Give me two weeks. It'll be perfect. Give me a month. All over the gold, <laughs> baby. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot since yeah. you since you are oh, obviously um, well educated in this. Uh-huh. What are your favorite like wine shops? Where like where should people go buy wine? Like everybody's like Total Wine or yeah. you know this or that. Like where should we buy wine in Charlotte? Uh-huh. Like what are some of your favorite places? Oh, that's such a wonderful question. Um, a support whoever is local to you first. I mean, like it's a neighborhood thing. You get yeah, the man. vibe, and it, you want everybody to stay open. So I will never speak with the exception of maybe once or twice derogatorily against any business ever. Um, my two that I go to the most often are a sort of table wine shop. Uh, just did some really cool rebranding. Um, but we've been going there for years. I think we've been in their wine club for five or six years. Josh mm-hmm. Vili Pondo is the, uh, head, uh, he's the owner head, everything. Awesome. Celine, uh, Brian, um, Antonio, Kate, uh, Caitlin, like the team is awesome. And the beauty is, yes, I've been going there forever, but these, I walk up, it's, Oh, Edward, you know, we just brought this bottle of wine and we think you'd love it. And they, they know you, they get to know you and, and they're in the seventh street market. So they do a lot of really cool events with some folks. So Mm -hmm. love a a sort of table wine shop, hundred percent. Um, also recently opened, uh, I always say it wrong, but Barvins, Barvans, uh, that's headed up by Natalie Stewart and Jeff Kellogg just opened in Noda. 
was there last night hanging out. Just had a blast. Um, really cool selection. Mm -hmm. They work with some really great importers. So you do get um, a decent amount of imported wine, but you also get some really cool domestic stuff. They've got these like really unique labels that are a little more difficult to find. Uh, actually, one I thought you could only be in the wine club and it showed up on their shelf. So now I know I can buy it when I miss my wine club option. Bada bing. Um, Foxcroft, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, Foxcroft to mm -hmm. me is one of those really cool ones where you go in, you get great wine, you get great food. You're not at a full, you don't feel like you're at a full blown restaurant. You don't feel like they shove food in front of you at a wine shop. It's like a, a really cool blend. Um, Petit mm -hmm. Philippe, I haven't been in there in a while just because I've been to these other folks, but I've always enjoyed. Uh, we uh, went to them a lot during the pandemic mm -hmm. when they do like rosé events. Yeah. They put together a case. But like I said, kind of everywhere. I will shop at Harris Teeter when I need to. Uh, when I was in wine sales, I called on the stores in the Winston-Salem mm -hmm. area. So there's a special place in my heart for them. But you are going to go down the path of more nationally recognized mm -hmm. labels. But there's no problem with shopping. There's no problem with shopping at Target for it, Walmart, wherever you want. Mm -hmm. Like if you're in the store and you need wine, buy the wine. <laughs> if you can keep it local, keep it local. Yeah, right. Total on, Wine man. is, you know, they've got a, an absurdly large collection. They serve a wonderful purpose. Um, but I'm a local guy. I really want to keep the dollars in the community. And sure, sure, I am. Yeah. And again, that you, you're going to pay a little bit more sometimes. It, but it's not going to be forty dollars more than a, you know, Total Wine. It might be a few bucks. If you can't afford that, you have Total Wine as an option. You have Walmart as an option. Harris Teeter even as an option when it's on sale. But if you can afford the extra few bucks, you get the service, you get the experience. Yeah. Uh, and inevitably, if you're in that community, you're going to wander over to the next spot that also has something. It's like 7th Street just had two new spots open up that are awesome. You know, they've got uh, Montebello, the Italian spot. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, he's going to kick me. Uh, but there's a new grill. I, I forget his name. Um, I got a phenomenal chicken cheesesteak from them the other day. They just opened up. So cool stuff. I love right it. On, man. Yeah. So obviously, we've talked about this. You know, Psalm for the day. Check mm -hmm. it out. Go in and do... Um, the survey, learn more about it. Is there any other better way for them to get in touch with you or what's the best way uh, yeah. for them? So uh, I am on Instagram all the time. Uh, I message anybody. I, you know, if you communicate with me, I'll communicate with you. Um, and that is yeah. uh, at Psalm for the day. I don't think there's, there might be underscores in there, but type in Psalm. If, if you we'll start say. with Psalm, it pops right. Yeah, up. there you yeah. go. It's uh, Psalm underscore four underscore the underscore day. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it'd be too blended, but then I did that on Twitter anyway. Don't follow it me. It looks cool. Twitter. Yeah, thank yeah, you. It looks cool. Stands out. <laughs> yeah. Twitter, I just followed you. There I'm about you to build up the Twitter account. I just haven't spent as much time. Instagram is more engaging yeah. for the community. Um, you can email me at edward at psalmfortheday.com. You can reach me on my cell phone that we're going to post um, because it's probably easier that way, but it's uh, it's available. I really don't know if I want to share that, actually. Uh, <laughs> but those are two of the best ways. And then, you know, um, my picture will get out there. If you see me, yeah. stop me talking to me about wine. Um, you will find me very often at all those wine shops I just referenced, like in an inordinate amount of time, and local restaurants talking to the wine folks. So um, I will talk wine constantly. My kids are like, are we going to more wine stuff, Daddy? <laughs> yeah, we are. And now my, my oldest can swirl a wine, smell it, and she'll be like, oh, this is from California. I'm like, oh, this is so amazing and awful at the same time. That's, yeah, that's, that's what right. we do. So I'm out. Yeah, it's, I'm in the community. Um, yeah, so you can find me there. Awesome. Sure. I don't think there's any other way. I love right. it. So <laughs> you, uh, you mentioned before we got on the podcast that you're a big Charlotte FC guy. So yes. am I. Now, do you drink wine at Charlotte FC matches? No, I get a beer? Modelo. Okay. Because yeah. oh. <laughs> it's Modelo stay, time. Right? And he stays with the sponsors. Look at oh, that. Absolutely. Look at this guy. You know what? Because He's all in over here, You buddy. walk in, they've that's got the guys. The guys and the girls with the coolers. It's great. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I don't even know how big some of those cans are. I swear. I think it's like, 181. I, I think it is. Yeah. 
I'm yeah. sitting here, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, I actually asked Good if I could get the keg gag. so yeah. I have the smaller yeah. size. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. Well, Edward, thank you so much. Oh, this man. has been so cool. I think a lot of people, you know, that listening to this would be totally interested in it. Um, I mean, literally, you don't have to know wine and you'll know wine. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. I, I don't know a damn thing about wine, but I could work with him, have a party, and then people would be like, God, oh, Brian knew his shit. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's right. And um, I don't want credit for it. Like you can, if someone says, how did you do it? Then you give credit, but I don't want it to be like, well, Edward said, no, it should be Brian talking. That's it. So you're the expert. What you do is you have a party with 10 people. After the party, you tell your two best friends, you know how I did that? Yeah. And then they can do it as well. Yeah. But then the other people have no idea. They just think you guys are experts. That's there right. There you go, man. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, Edward, thank you so much. Like we always say, please like, share, comment, go follow them on social media. Um, check this out. Go onto their website. It's really cool. Some things we didn't even mention. He actually has in there how you can create a wine cellar mm -hmm. and has some examples of that, which literally, let me just give you an example as a, a parent myself. They took a kid's room, it looks like, with a ton of toys and turned it into one of the badassest wine cellars I've ever seen. So go it. check it out on, on the website. Um, I already have ideas how we can just tell my kids, like, sorry, you're four and one years old, but like the kid's toy room. Exactly. Playroom. You need to grow up. Exactly. I, I, had, I had a parent that told me his kid can swirl wine and tell you it's from California. It's time to grow up, children. Exactly. Right. Um, Edward, awesome. Thank Man, you. This was fantastic. This I really appreciate great. you joining us. And um, that's it. I got, that's cool. all I got. That's so it. Thank until, you. Cheers. Uh, yeah. Until the next time you've been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.